Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? From the Beatles to Def Leppard to Oasis and Adele, we have it all. I've got more. From Elvis to Aerosmith to Prince and Nine Inch Nails, we've got it all. Let the battle begin. All right, part two. Wait, Gary we're not done. No, I'm, you're done. I'm cutting you off. Go on. Rock and roll. Let's show him, Gary. Enough of him. Well, you made a good point about how there's not a lot of singing because rock and roll, rock. Yeah, but that's did do. You want to be in my gang? You want to be in my gang, my gang? Whoa! And he had a couple of other hits too, but he did all right, and he was a glitter guy, so that's why I brought him up. Yeah, but we come back to the states because it's my turn. <laughs> and we talked about how glam rock. I almost just snuck That's another right. one in there. He cut I me see off. What you're I'm doing. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I get it from you. I've learned all my <laughs> tricks through you. Go, go ahead. Uh, you're Mr. not rude enough to be me. <laughs> Pardon me, Mister Yank. See Please you. carry on. Thank you. So yeah, we've got um, we've got a, we actually do have a lot of bands. And here's the fun thing about glam: if glam is embracing a persona and blowing out the whole stage image and making a big deal out of your own celebrity for glam's sake, then one of the fun things when you go looking at what people constitute glam these days is there's a lot of debate. There's there's people who go they they aren't glam. They're they're junk. They're pop. They're bubblegum. And but that was the whole point: is you're trying to aim for the mainstream and make it as extreme as possible. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a fun diversion here by pointing out that there are people who will tell you the Bay City Rollers are glam. I can't believe you're doing this to me. I do not class the Bay City Rollers as glam. They had tartan stuff on and shorts and funny... But they also did the shiny stuff, and they (laughs) they did the pop stuff. Look, just because you do shiny and pop stuff don't mean you're a glam, but... If they're classed in but the it was glam, at the same time, I, I don't mean to say the glam. <laughs> well, they may not have worn a whole bunch of makeup. Right. I've got someone on my list who wore a whole bunch of makeup. All right. and half of you have probably already guessed who it is by now. <laughs> who? I have another one. I'll go ahead and give you, which is Kiss. Oh yeah, I was thinking about pulling them up, but. I'm not going to ridicule. I'm, I'm not. I didn't mean that to on Bay City Rollers. You classed them as glam, and you played. But play me a song. What? All right. Let's take a moment with the Bay City Rollers because here's the thing. It's easy for people to go. I don't like that because it's pop. Pop is dumb. Well, the truth is, pop is something cheery. You're in a good mood. You like it. It's fun, and you tap your feet to it. And maybe you feel a little guilty about that. Well, you shouldn't. Just enjoy the music. Is it fun music? Does it make you happy? Enjoy it. Say to yourself, okay, this isn't the deep substance of a John Lennon song. This isn't the political protest of Bob Dylan. But (laughs) But you're right, though, mate. You're right. 
There was none of that in the 70s glamour blitz. All of them, because there was very few lyrics. It was always about putting on a show, and it was all jumping up and going, yeah. And for that reason, I'm giving you the Bay City Rollers' biggest hit, Saturday Night. sound really elaborate and big and over the top and glammy. I take it back it was it is kind of glam. I go. take it back so they did but I don't think they had too many glammy hits Saturday night I think got reached number one so a lot yeah, of people but let's come it. back to kiss now I'm gonna do two for one Yay! <laughs> then you get a turn see I'm getting slow in my so old kiss, age right about the point where glam is a thing the album they put out is love gun and the song Love Gun is really, it's, it's really good classic guitar rock riffs. Let's play a little bit of that real quick. Love Gun! And it's pretty direct and to the point. I mean, you're not going to mistake the sexual innuendo in the song Love Gun, let alone the name <laughs> of the song. Let's, let's think about that for a moment, or let's not. But I'm, I'm pointing this out because that also, we want to talk a little bit about the gender bending. Well, Kiss didn't necessarily do that, despite the fact that they wore more makeup than anybody. But they did a, a cover of a song by the Crystals called Then He Kissed Me, and they flipped it around, Then She Kissed Me. So there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, here, I'll play a little bit of it for you. I didn't know just what to do. So I whispered, I love you. She said that she loved me too. And then she kissed me. She kissed me in a way that I've never been kissed before. She kissed me in a way that I want to be kissed forevermore. I like it. I, yeah. I've always liked Kiss. When they first came over to Jolly Old, nobody got it at first. But when they went to see them, I mean, they put on such an incredible, almost pantomime show with the, you know, the fire and the, mm -hmm. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, that's and, the other part of it. Lots of lights, lots of pyrotechnics, platform but, shoes. Yeah. And I often, excuse me, I often wonder how the life must have changed when they did take the makeup off. Remember? Yeah. Gene Simmons and all they took the makeup off. And everybody went, ah! put it back on. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that was, <laughs> but that was a big thing, though. Yeah, it was. For a while there, it was reporters and paparazzi were trying to catch a picture of Kiss without their makeup on. That yeah. became their big shtick. It was a great thing, though, was it? But I don't remember now, because I wasn't that much into him, when they took the makeup off and they carried on 
recording and performing. Were they as big? Did they sell as many hits? Or did oh, yeah, they start because in the 80s was when they took the makeup off. So you have the album Creatures of the Night, which has the song I Love It Loud, and that they have the makeup on. And then they released the album Animalize, which is just absolutely heavy. It's one of the heaviest albums they've done with Heavens on Fire, and they're not wearing the makeup anymore. And people are okay with that because the music is still really good. Yeah, they're okay with it, but everybody, I think, diehard, they want the original. They want the make. And the yeah, great well, thing about that, that, though, they, yeah, they, they go right back. You can yeah. flip and flop and just like changing your characters. You know I what? Guess. They went back to that because the fans loved it. So that's all there is to it. They said, okay, well, this kind of really is our trademark. And I'm going to tell you, I think I have to give Kiss a lot of credit because they were one of those few bands that took their own image and branding into their own hands. They were marketers. And I say that because in the 1970s, if you were a kid, Kiss was the coolest band ever, man. Because here you've got Big Brother and Big Sister listening to Kiss albums like Love Gun. And at the same time, you can go out and buy a Kiss lunchbox or Kiss action figures. Or you can see the movie of Kiss and the, what is it, the... The Phantom of the Amusement Park. Oh, you are right, mate. The by marketing. Hanna Barbera. It was yeah, it was incredible. The cartoon <laughs> character. But don't they do that with everybody? The Beatles? No, I shouldn't say everybody. Not but everybody. Major hit groups and bands. We talked about in 1968 how there were there were music bands that were animated like the Archies, and that trend continued into the 70s. So wow. yeah, you had animated Jackson Five and. Um, Osmond Brothers. So there were animations for those people too. Oh yeah. Kiss, what's the main what's that main anthem song? I can't remember the title. What's the main song that everybody Oh, I gotta give them credit. They have a lot of mains, but I say the biggest one is Rock and Roll All Night. That's it. That's there you go. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Can we please play some of that? Let's play Kiss Rock and Roll All Night. Good. I hope it's your favorite because it's my favorite. I love it. I bet they do that. Okay, is that three or four you had, or do you want to carry on and take over the show? I'm not going to let you take over the show. Okay, you can have your turn as long as I can have some coffee. Here we go. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go back with, and I love these guys. They were brilliant. The ladies love them. My girlfriends at the time in my younger days used to say they they had better hair than them. The way they used to blow dry it and everything. They're sweet. Oh, yes. Brian Connolly, uh, you know. Absolutely. You see, we're not scared of, well, I can't blow dry anyway. He can blow dry. But I'm saying. And I do. (laughs) In England, we were blow drying hair way before you guys did it. You guys had the crew cuts and you thought we were a bunch of weirdos. And we had the pompadour where you just throw brill cream in it and slick it back. (laughs) Who needs drying? Yeah, but you look (laughs) at sweet, but look at the. All, all the gang and their outfits, yeah. they were all planned. But everyone had a unique, different outfit on. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved about him. It's like you could put your own character. Okay, you got to say like, okay, guys, you got to win lots of things that are bright, get the tinfoil out and all that stuff and everything, but you can develop your own character. They were like the runaways in that each one of them chose a specific look just for them versus Kiss where they're like, okay, each one of us has a makeup pattern, but we're all wearing makeup in the same outfit. Exactly. But um, glam rock it emerged from uh, England. Uh, you know, in the 60s with the psychedelic and mm-hmm. the art rock scene. And yeah. that was a combination of both. And then it went into the theatrical scene. And I can completely see Brian Eno being front and center in all of that. Because he was a theatrical person. Oh, just and, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, we're going to go to the ballroom blitz. Take it yeah. away, Brian Connolly and the suite. They always did that too, right? Did they? Isn't it one, isn't it yeah. one of all these? You do all that. Okay. They should bring that back. Isn't that great song? They had a bunch of hits, so they were like massive everywhere. They had uh, Blockbuster. Remember that one? Buster. I don't know. Buster. One. I wonder if they named the video place after the song, because that's the name of the song. I you think guys. So. I think it's a little more in of an England, American thing. And throughout the world, maybe a few Americans remember it. I'm going to play a little bit of Blockbuster, and then I'm going to finish uh, with the suite, and we're going to do Fox on the Run. Yeah, that's a good one. A bit Let's of both, yeah. Nobody knows where Buster goes. You steal your woman out from under your nose. Does anyone know the way to be a someone say? We just haven't got a clue what to do. Does anyone know the way? There's got to be a way to Thanks. Thanks, sweet. Sweets for my sweet. No, that's the wrong one. Wrong one. I know, but it's still sweet. That's why I sang it. Are you going to stop talking so we can play Fox on the Run? <laughs> or are we going to have to keep listening to you? I'll cut I me. want to hear Fox on the Run. Come I'll, on. I'll cut me off. So, yeah, there you go. Can I do another one, or do I have to let you go again? That's my turn. Because- but, but before you do, I want to point out, Fox on the Run, I found, was interesting because of the layered vocals, the way they produced the, the voices. You know, that was kind of a staple of the 70s, was doing that layered recording. But just so 
powerful and fun and electronic and uplifting and you just how you just it just is incredible it's like all space age and glitter mm -hmm. i loved it and yeah i really loved the 70s for that because it was such a trans transcendent translation through into the 70s from the 60s you know you know it's not just the psychedelic but then you you talked about that and i've mentioned that there's other movements that kind of came right after it but glam also pushed into the 80s because you look at kiss and you have the founding of glam metal so later on in the 80s when you have bands like twisted sister they owe some of their sound and their look to kiss with the heavy makeup and to sweet i would definitely say oh yeah i don't know d snyder personally but i bet he was a fan of sweet i uh how could you not be hey kids time to go for now you crazy kentuckian the only good thing that come out of kentucky was kfc and bourbon and thoroughbreds and corvettes bluegrass music don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time on The, the Limey and, and the Yank. Yank.